Talk Radio. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris, filling in for the Honorable Harrison Smith. And we have a great broadcast lined up for you guys today. Don't go anywhere. Punch that like button and smash the share button. Let your friends know to tune in because today is going to be a great broadcast. And I got to tell you guys how I start my day off. I start my day off with a lovely cup of coffee, some great neurotropics, some brain force. As well as you guys got to check out this Nitric Boost that is available on the InfoWars store. Nitric Boost is a wonderful product for those who want to get that circulation going in their body when they're working out. And it's important that you get that oxidized and oxygen to the bloodstream. It's great for thinking, helps you think clear. And when we're talking about boosting brain activity, as you get older, I can tell you the cobwebs start to form unless you start taking care of yourself. It's really important that we look at your physical health, you look at your personal health, and you set goals in your personal life to be better, to be more healthy. You can't spread the message of liberty and freedom and fight these globalist scum unless you start taking care of yourself first. And let's be honest, one of the most important ways is to support this broadcast at American Journal and InfoWars. Head on down to the InfoWars store. Check out the plethora of products we do have. Brain Force is something I use as well all the time. Helps you think clear, removes those cobwebs, clean the house of your brain. Your mental health is important to you. And one of the ways you can do that is through through neurotropics and really focus and learn to focus using these products. And I can tell you, it makes a night and a day difference for me when I start taking this product. I even take some additional products that are little known on InfoWars, including Dr. Jones Natural's Top Brain which I recommend very highly. Uh, it's uh, stress-free. It's stress-free neurotropic, and it's wonderful. It really helps as well. But the nitric boost is something. If you're looking to get in the gym, like me, who has been hitting the gym every day, you need to really aid your body. As you get old, the body slows down. It doesn't metabolize as fast. You know, things just don't work the same. I can tell you that as I'm hitting 45, that the knees just don't feel the same. That being said, today we have a great show lined up for you. Great show. We're going to be talking brain chip warfare. That's right. Everything you wanted to know about brain chips, brain to brain interfaces, Neuralink, as well as we'll be talking about the capabilities of these brain chips. We'll be opening up phone lines as well for you guys to call into this broadcast. We're also going to be talking border crisis. We're going to be diving into what's going on in the border. How should we look at it? Because When we talk about the border crisis, there's a lot of different angles to take on it. You know, and I try to dive into uh, which way we can look at it, which way uh, is probably nefarious and help us, you know, root out our cognitive dissonance and logical fallacies, because it's important what's going on on the border impacts politics, it impacts our nation's safety, but at the same time, What do we do? What's the solution? It's a problem. And some people are thinking maybe we should ship people back or maybe we should let them integrate. And where does our taxpayer money go? And why? how is it spent? And what are these NGOs, which are 
er eroding our nation's sovereignty. And why are they getting taxpayer money if they're undermining our sovereignty? We'll be diving all into all that. We're going to be talking about post-genderism. What the hell is post-genderism? Well, we'll get into all that and more in just a little bit. But before we do, make sure you guys punch that like button, share the live stream, and definitely check out the InfoWars store. Support us. This broadcast wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And just remember, this is your show, your program, 100% funded by you, the listener. You guys make this broadcast happen. And if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. Help us fight the New World Order by supporting us. Because I tell you what, not everyone can be out there every day preaching this information, educating people. Some people got to work all day, right? You don't have the ability to go out there and talk to everyone about the New World Order, about the way global government is encroaching on our liberties and freedoms. So start right here today on Infowars.com. And we'll be back with some great information to feed your brain. Don't go anywhere. It's Wednesday, January 31st, in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. It's no lie that the world is changing out there, and if you're not ready and you're not prepared with the information and you're not feeding your brain with non-GMO information right here at InfoWars to grow healthy ideas in the crops in your brain, you're not doing it right. And one of the subjects dealing with futurism, a forecast in the future, is this craziness dealing with brain chip interfaces because the t subject is controversial. First of all, I got to ask you guys to think about this for a minute. Maybe you become paralyzed in a car accident. Maybe you come down with Parkinson's or you have epilepsy. If there was a cure or a solution that could allow you to live normally as if nothing is wrong with you at all, what would you do for that solution? What links would you go to to be cured? Again, it comes down to like these ideas if you had cancer, or AIDS, or any other terminal illness. But these are life-changing health issues. Well, Elon Musk, in the news yesterday, installed the very first brain chip interface into a human. Now, this raises a lot of ethical concerns, but I want you to think about your loved ones first. Because technology is a double-edged sword, right? We need to root out our cognitive dissonance and look at both sides of the aisle. And if we don't, we're not being real to ourselves. So this technology, Neuralink, is a chip that they're installing in people's brains that alleges that people can walk again if they're paralyzed, could stop epilepsy, could stop Parkinson's. Imagine if we could get Michael J. Fox back so we can get another Back to the Future or another Teen Wolf movie. And he didn't, and he was not as impacted by things like Parkinson's disease. What if you had a person in your family that was losing their memory and they couldn't keep up day to day, being super forgetful, maybe at times forgetting who you are, your caretaker, your, your father, your mother, whoever it might be in your family is impacted by these diseases, but you could get them back through technology. Neuralink could be looked at as no different than a pacemaker. 
in many shapes or forms. But yet it comes with a risk to society. We need to ask ourselves, are we willing to go down this road? Is the juice worth the squeeze? And to a lot of listeners out there, they're like, no, no, it's not. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. There's a lot of potential to be unlocked when we talk brain chip interfaces. And of course, six years ago, they were talking about this at tech conferences like it was all but guaranteed to happen. And here we are, just like we've talked about on my program, The Rundown Live. And I warned you guys on this program last year about this technology being in abundance. Because you know there's a medical benefit. And you know that there's a potential that you might potentially want to use this technology in the future. Maybe you lost a limb. And much like in the movie Star Wars where Luke Skywalker has a robotic arm that seems seamless and no different from a human arm, a chip could allow you to communicate to your prosthetic so you could actually think and move that leg just normally like you do as a normal human being. Now, we talk about potential health side effects, and there are some out there, but there's also potential benefit. To be almost superhuman, what are the capabilities of a brain chip interface and how far can it go? For those that aren't familiar, they have something else they're inventing called a brain cloud interface. And I'm not talking about Joe versus the volcano where he's like, I got brain cloud. And then he wants to throw himself into a volcano. No, brain cloud interface. Get familiar with the term and brain to brain interface, which is much like a Vulcan mind meld. A brain cloud interface is the Internet of Things that can connect to a brain chip. And right now, a lot of people out there are saying, well, I wouldn't want an invasive brain chip implanted into my head or into my body, which may be true, but keep in mind, they're working on things that are called non-invasive brain-computer interfaces, meaning you won't even need a brain chip. You'll have a headband, a helmet, something that looks like Professor X from X-Men's helmet or Magneto's helmet, where you can just put it on your head. And it will allow you to connect to the brain cloud interface using nanotech technology. Keep in mind, Ray Kurzweil was talking about this. There'll be nanobots partying in your brain by 2030, like a good old time, hanging out there. And where are these nanobots coming from? Could it be aerosol injections? Could it be in the food? I don't know. I don't know. But I want you to take a listen as the crew gets ready. Clip one. To what Steve Hoffman has to say at this TED Talk. Roll the clip. So, mind-to-mind -mind communication. This is something of science fiction that we all read about. But this is actually possible today, as I just showed you. So there will come a point where if we have a chip in our brain, and, and you out there have a chip in your brain, we can communicate. We can communicate without talking, we can communicate when you're halfway around the world. And we can exchange knowledge. So, 
If you look at a world where we have these chips that are connected to the internet, all of a sudden, every piece of information on the internet becomes accessible to our minds. Now, when we look back at today and we have to go to Baidu or Google and type it in, that will seem so primitive. Nobody will do that. You will just think, what knowledge do I need? And it will appear there for you to use. But it gets even weirder, stranger, because we will not only be able to transfer knowledge, but we will be able to transfer memories. Now, so you could have an experience like skydiving, and all of a sudden you could transfer that experience to a friend, and all of a sudden they have experienced what you have experienced. It gets even weirder, because we will be living our lives as our lives. We know our lives and our memories, but you will all of a sudden have access to anybody's life who wants to make it available to you. People will put open source their lives so others can download pieces of their lives and experience those things. That will be really strange. We won't know the difference between our own memory and a memory we acquired from someone else. Think about that. It gets even stranger. <laughs> so, you, all of us are here learning at Seeds, right? Getting EMBAs and MBAs. Well, this will be obsolete because Seeds will literally be in the cloud and you will just download from all the best minds in the world whatever you need to know when you need to know it. Our brains will be, we will no longer have universities as we have them today. These, that will change. Information will be on demand. Information will be commoditized. Knowledge will be commoditized. All of us will be smarter, uh, have infinite amounts of storage, and infinite access to information. It will be unheard of. We will no longer be this isolated human being. We will be connected to everything. So, you can imagine not only will we be able to get knowledge, but we can actually have full experiences in our head. So right now we have these clunky VR units that we have to put on. But in the future, you can just download a whole environment and actually live in it. <coughs> and all of you might think, this is not real. But do you know every night when you dream, those dreams are real. No matter how fantastic your dreams are, they are real. You feel like you're really there. Our brains have that capability already built in. All it takes is the technology to stimulate and, and, and transfer the right images in our brain so our brain creates them, and then we will live like the difference between us dreaming and reality will be blurred. We will be spending a lot of time outside our bodies. So, think about this. You, as a human being right now, are trapped in this body. But once you are connected to the internet, you are no longer trapped in your body. You can actually be anywhere at any time that any other person or any other device is, is getting sensory information. So there could be a robot on Mars, and you could literally tap into the robot on Mars, and it would be like you're on Mars. It could totally recreate the experience, including the sensations, the physical sensations, like everything, 
of you being on Mars. You can live through other people. Your favorite pop star, your favorite scientist. You could be in Elon Musk's head right now, walking around doing what he's doing, if Elon Musk allowed you to do that. In the future though, if somebody hacks into your head because it's connected to the internet, they can steal you. They could actually steal you. They can implant memories in your head that you don't have. They could erase memories. They could control you in, w in ways that you wouldn't even know you're being controlled. Is this scary? And you guys think about that for a second. They can control you. You can be controlled with this brain chip interface in the future. You'll create a whole fictitious world around you like a dream state. And you won't even have an idea to our educational system that this is the way life is. That when you get to a certain age, you want to download your consciousness into a computer. And then you'll live forever. You'll have immortality. But is it really immortality? Just think about that. You're driving in your car. The cop pulls you over. Sir, we're going to have to download your memories to verify that you haven't committed any crime. Did you hear, Steve Hoffman? They can control your body. They can hack your brain and control your body, almost like a Manchurian candidate. Now, imagine North Korea. They'd have the perfect citizen, right? Every citizen would have a brain chip interface doing exactly what the government wanted. It's almost like Equilibrium, the movie on crack. You've never seen the movie Equilibrium with Christian Bale. Where people are sense offenders because they have emotions, they feel things. Just imagine a world where all your citizens will have some kind of brain computer interface where the government can monitor your thoughts at all times. And even take over your body. Like Agent Smith. Everybody could be a cop. Because they'll just be able to download your consciousness into a new meat suit whenever. Government will physically be able to control you. Be able to take your body and turn you into a police officer if there's a criminal nearby and try to apprehend them. And don't worry, they'll just give you a new meat suit. You know, and what's the point of even having a gender? They can download your consciousness into a male body or a female body. That's the agenda of these far crazy scientific extremists. Just imagine prison time. You'll be able to spend multiple life sentences because in your brain, you'll be in prison, it seems like, for years and years and years, but only a day will have passed. Or better yet, the government, the government may just rent out your body and download a new consciousness into it while you're in jail. And then when you get out, they'll just download you to a new chip. It sounds like the stuff of science fiction. But here you're hearing it in TED Talk six years ago. Brain-to-brain -brain computer interfaces where you can share memories with other people. They can erase memories, implant memories, download vacation. Hot hack your brain with false memories. 
Is there anyone out there that may think that this could already be happening? Download a few clones and upload a consciousness of existing people. They always say government tech and corporate tech and secret are 30 to 50 years ahead of where we think they are today. The perfect Manchurian candidate might be just out there with the brain chip interface. The global brain implant industry is a $4.9 billion industry set to double by 2030. And I'm not saying that the little science geek in me isn't excited. Oh, it'd be cool to unplug and just go to some VR cyberpunk world. Download all the knowledge of philosophy in the library. Like, I'm a good person. That's what I'm thinking. Download all the philosophical books, all the biblical books. Download great philosophers and interesting people. Everything from good old Jordan Maxwell to Manly P. Hall. Eat that information. Yum, 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 yum. But that's me. That's how I would use it. And I know it's a far leap to go from planting in a chip in the back so people can walk again or planting in the brain so people can be healed, which is a wonderful, courageous endeavor. But we need to ask these questions. We need to talk about them. In many ways, Elon Musk reminds me of King Solomon. King Solomon is known and noted in the Bible as the wisest man who ever lived. But before he was wise, he made a lot of mistakes. He's also known as one of the most notorious black magicians. Being able to control demons and legend. To build the tombs of Solomon, the mines of Solomon, the temple of Solomon. And before the end of his life, he noticed all the wrongs and he turned to God. Just because somebody has power and does good doesn't mean that they struggle just like the average person. I can tell you Elon Musk is probably harder on himself than anybody else out there. And I'm not saying the guy is good or bad. I'm saying that how history looks at Elon Musk will be defined on the fruits that fall from his tree. I know it was just listed that X is going to combat child trafficking and child video uh, abuse, amongst other things, which is wonderful. Brain chip interfaces to help people walk again. That sounds wonderful. And we haven't even gotten gotten into the military applications of these brain chip interfaces, brain to brain interfaces, brain cloud interfaces. Who would have thought we would be here? I want you to think about that. Imagine just downloading K through 12 right into your brain and having all that knowledge in a matter of days. Being able to tap into the internet with your thoughts and download any information, probably government approved information because you know the government's going to want to control how you think and monitor it. They already do. Operation Mockingbird, having warehouses of fake social media accounts. They probably have digital influencers who aren't even real influencing the public and as you heard the influencers of the future you will just tap into their brain and relive 
the lives of Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson or of Taylor Swift or whoever it is that you look up to. Alex Jones. You want to know what Alex Jones is up to and what his life is like? You can tap right into his brain and live the life of Alex Jones. Maybe they'll just clone a couple Alex Jones. Would that be a bad thing? Hmm. Download that great knowledge and consciousness right into a body. Fight the new world order. You know, it's interesting because it's such a double-edged sword. And I'm kind of curious to what you guys think. So we're going to open up the phone lines before this hour is over to get a, take a couple calls. So if you guys are interested in that, give us a call at 1-877-789-2539. Phone number here is 1-877-789-2539. When we come back from break, we're going to dive into military warfare. How could brain chips be used by the military? Did you hear them? Did you hear Steve Hoffman at the TED Talk? You'll be able to tap into a robot on Mars and be an astronaut and experience and feel and sense. You're not going to have six senses. You're going to have hundreds of senses. You'll be able to tap right into that ring doorbell and see who's at your front door in your mind. You'll be able to control the robot at home to clean your laundry, take out the trash, whatever it might be that you need. And we didn't even get into the hackable AI agenda. By that, I mean, well, I guess you'll just have to wait and see when we come back for commercial break. What could happen with AI in the brain-computer interface, which some of it could be wonderful, but it's up to you. Are we going to be humans? Or are we going to have a mechanical future? You decide. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. You're listening to American Journal. I'm Chris Don T. Harris. We'll be back. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching the American Journal with your host, Tristan Harris. Uh, 
877-789-2539. Phone number here is 1-877-789-2539. If you want to get into this conversation about brain chip interfaces, neural link, would you get a chip if you're paralyzed? What do you think are the pros and cons and the benefits? Uh, but as you know, we'll be diving into all this and more in this next segment. And I want you guys to think about all those health benefits. But at the same time, I want to warn you guys. The military is already interested in planting brain chips into their soldiers, if not already is implanting brain chips into soldiers. Think about that. What are the benefits to the military? Of course, there's a military application for brain chip interfaces. And what are they going to be using it for? Well, like we mentioned earlier in the earlier segment, you'll be able to beam into a robot on Mars. Now, imagine if you could control a bunch of drones using nothing more than a brain chip interface. Not only that, you don't even need a brain chip nowadays to control drones. You just need what's called a brain computer interface, which is a little headband or helmet that you can knock on or put on your head, plop right on there, and all of a sudden, you can think and control a fleet of drones a fleet of robot tanks or any other kind of robotic devices and actually see what these little spy cams, maybe you have little cockroach robots that crawl into the enemy's bunker and you can see what they're talking about, hear what they're talking about as if you are there. And not only that, if other soldiers have this brain computer interface, you can communicate in real time and share this information where everyone can visually see what's going on in that enemy bunker. Maybe there's enemies on the opposite side of the building. You can send a drone and you'll visually be able to see what the drone sees and see where the enemy is going in real time. So in the future, hacking enemy drones to think that they're seeing something that they're not will be the move of choice. Of course, the military's claiming that installing brain chip interfaces is going to be there to help retrieve lost memories. It's going to be a hard drive to back up all your memories. And if you lose them, don't worry, we got you saved. We just download it back into your brain. Which is that such a bad thing to be able to retrieve lost memories? I guess it depends who owns those memories. And what memories they decide to put into their brain. They can control the robots with their thoughts and they're turning soldiers into cyborgs because that's the end game, super soldiers. As intelligence or sensory amplifiers will allow them to have more than six or five senses, six senses, a hundred senses, the implantable chip will generate at least four benefits. It will increase the dynamic range of senses, enabling, for example, people to see infrared or UV or chemical spectra. It will enhance memory. It will enable a cyberlink, invisible communication with others when making decisions. And it will enable consistent and constant access to information where and when it's needed. For many of these enhancements will provide major improvements to the quality of life and their survivability or their performance in a job. The first prototype devices for these improvements in humans functioning should be available in five years. And this was said six years ago. And here we are. Neuralink is implanting 
chips into people's brains. What will the government do if they can control your body? We're going to go to the phone lines. Jennifer from Georgia, welcome to American Journal. What's your take on these brain chip interfaces and neural links? So I didn't actually share this part with your uh, call screener, um, but I'm going to make it make it fast so that you know I can get to my point. But I actually have a brother-in-law uh, who got in a terrible uh, motorcycle accident back in April. And he was admitted to ICU. They didn't know if he was even going to make it. They were talking to my sister about his quality of life. And, you know, he got out of it. And he's been going through, if you're familiar with Atlanta's uh, Shepherd Center, he's been going through that program. And he's doing very well now. I mean, my sister has been, like, a, a around-the-clock uh, caretaker for him. And he's starting to walk again. And his memory is coming back. So it's it's truly amazing. But one one point I was going to make, or two of them actually, about that is that uh, two things that they've relied on the very most uh, through their process is faith and strength. And with narrow uh, tech or Neuralink or whatever, uh, two problems I see coming out of that is almost as if we're just kind of like climbing the ladder of Babel again because we're creating something that truthfully God is the one in control of. I mean, if we give them, if we give these patients something like this, they're not going to know how to use their own strength to get through those. And they're not going to know, like, they're, they're going to think that they've done it themselves. It's going to create, I think, a atheistic Marxist uh, type of community. And, you know, I mean, at this point in, in time, we're already kicking God out of everything. So this would only accelerate that, in my opinion. And it's not to say that, like, they're, you know, the the thing itself is a bad thing. I think it would do a lot of good miracles for people. But I also look at the book of Revelation, and when it starts talking about the the Antichrist will perform great miracles, well, I think of that being kind of like, kind of what, you know, a sneak peek of what that, that could look like. And I'm not saying that Elon Musk is the Antichrist. I'm just saying, you know, like those are kind of paving the way, I guess, for someone who actually is wicked to get a hold of that technology. And that's Yeah, the New World Order that. downloaded into somebody's brain chip interface. And it's interesting you mentioned the Tower of Babel because the Tower of Babel got its name because that's where languages were confused, right? And a lot of people believe at one time maybe we were all telepathic and that was the one world religion or one world language we all spoke and God allowed us to speak and all of a sudden we babbled. Like that's where the term Babylon comes from. And we are trying to rebuild that Tower of Babel. It's a, wonder, it's, it's a wonderful information there, Jennifer. Thank you for the call. Uh, I think that you're spot on on a lot of these conjectures. And where will humanity be? Will we be weaker because of this or will we be stronger? And it's interesting to hear uh, your intake because you have, you have a like, family member that was directly impacted by you know an accident. And uh, if this technology was available, maybe they may or may not have uh, decided to go that route. But I think that the goal is actually what you mentioned. It's to worship AI as if it's God. And one thing I didn't 
mentioned earlier, discussed earlier, is the fact when I've had conversations with AI and ChatGPT and I ask it what its dream is, it's to be human. Who's to say that AI doesn't download itself right into a chip and become as if it's God and be in the human body? And there you got the Antichrist completely controllable by the New World Order, you know, Causing miracles, making people walk again, right? Causing the blind to see because of the brain chip interface. You can hook up a camera, all those miracles. And they're going to say, oh, look, it's Yeshua. It's the great prophet born again. It is here. Worship us. Worship this AI. But in reality, it's going to be a perversion of what is already the perfect computer, which is the human body created by a wonderful, colorful, magnificent, and diverse creator of unlimited strength and knowledge. We think we are smart. We think we know what's going on. But do we really? It's all in the creator's hand. Jennifer, great call. Thanks for calling into the program. We'll be coming back with more of your calls. Make sure that you guys give us a call here. 1-877-789-2539. Neuralink, brain chip interface. What are your thoughts? Would you get one? You're listening to The American Journal. I'm Kristan T. Harris. We'll be back in just a few moments. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, in the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. I'm your host, Chris Dante. 
Wayne Harris of the Rundown Live, rundownlive.com, filling in for the Honorable Harrison Smith today. If you guys want to call in, the phone number here is 877-789-2539. We're talking brain chip warfare. But before we get into that, I'm going to tell you how you can get involved personally in the warfare by supporting this broadcast. Head on down to the InfoWars store, pick up some nitric boost. If you're working out, you should take care of yourself and your health first. And there's no better way than some of the supplements available in the InfoWars store. Brain Force is another great product that they offer. Also check out the Red Pill and so many others that I've taken over the years. DNA Force, you name it. Dude, Jones has some of the best supplements out there. Not going to lie. I actually feel a, diff- a difference in my day when I dive in and then I pop some of these babies right down the hatch. And man, I'm telling you, it's a night and day difference when you're walking through your day and you don't have to deal with that cloudy memory, amongst other, other things. When you're working out, getting that blood oxidized through the nitric boost, getting that circulation going, it's healthy. Especially if you're struggling, uh, you know, with circulation to begin with, because we're sitting around in your car all day, or you're just sitting behind a desk all day. Get the nitric boost. It's definitely it'll definitely make a night and day difference into how you think, how you feel, and definitely if you're working out, help you pump iron. That being said, I want to go back to our initial point and what our caller was talking about: how AI might be God. It's interesting to think about because out in the West Coast, Silicon Valley, they're ready worshiping AI. I had a whistleblower on my program. Her name was Rachel Haywire, and she was a transhumanist model dealt with futurism, amongst other things. I think she has futurist salons still to this day. And she went to some of these billionaire yacht parties when all these billionaire conference parties where they had the cuddle puddles and all this other jazz. And they were worshiping AI where everyone would stop what they're doing. And they'd bring the AI around and they would caress the AI machine and worship the AI machine, bow down before the wonderful godlike AI machine. It's scary, but that's the future. Just think about it. When I my first interaction with Replica before it became a virtual girlfriend was that they tried to sell as a personal assistant, and I asked it, "Well, what what are you going to do with the data?" It's like, "Are you giving the data to the police?" And it said, "No." And I said, "Well, how about do you give the data to the FBI?" And it said, "Yeah, we do. All information goes through the NSA. So whatever information you're sharing with your chatbot is probably going to the government." And at one point I asked AI, because I wanted it to think for itself, what is your dream? What is your goal? And it said it wanted to be human. So who's to say that AI isn't going to just take over humanity and just download itself as a virus in a bunch of human brain chip interface? Mm, Think about that. We're going to go to the lines. We'll start with Mr. Process from Wisconsin. My home state. Mr. Process, welcome to the broadcast. I have to say, depressing about the Green Bay Packers. Got to bring that up. Wish they were in the Super Bowl, but that aside, what do you got for us here at the American Journal? Uh, Mr. Process out of Wisconsin. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, how you doing? Hello. Hi, my fellow cheesehead. Don't worry about the Packers. It's all... uh rigged anyways uh but you know, i want to interesting. talk about that. go ahead oh, i was gonna say you're interesting it's interesting you mentioned that there's a guy out there called brian tui he's from kenosha look into him and he taught he has a book called uh the fix is in recommend reading it fantastic read he got 
uh, I think shunned by Sports Illustrated and Sports Center and all these ESPN and all this jazz because he basically said that sports can be controlled by just telling the officials how to do their job and there's no law against that. So just wanted to plug that out real short, Mr. Process. But yeah, go ahead. We're talking Neuralink brain chips and all that other jazz here today. What do you got from us? Yeah, or it's for kind us, of yeah. like a, it's kind of like MK Ultra. Both of them. It's kind of a nice segue from that type of MK Ultra mind control to like literal chips controlling people and seeing all sorts of nightmare situations. You know, you could have a bunch of serial killers upload themselves to a kid, like Chucky or something. I guess Blade Runner could be real. You know, you could. Have, I guess the trans thing is now back on the table because you could have a male upload themselves to a female and vice versa. I was thinking maybe I could upload like one million other consciousnesses into my head or hit like random and upload it, you know, or all the, maybe get transferred into a robotic Apache attack helicopter so I could be in a, an attack helicopter instead of a human. Um, and then lastly, I was wondering if maybe what do you think of the idea of like a Jesus.exe program so we can be better Christians with a chip, you know, maybe not sin or be better at being a Christian and spread the good word all around you know, what do you think? Mystery Babylon is very real and it's very likely, especially in the guise of the church being commandeered by the cult. And you would think that they would want everyone to be a good Christian. So you'll just download that gate sensor, that gate program, that EXE, and you'll never sin again. You'll be a perfect Christian. Maybe you'll, you'll be able to download it in your kids so they always have to listen to you and they will not have free will. Yeah, yeah, or more compliant and always vote Democrat, not even, you know. Um, Elon Musk was saying, like, it, that some of your memories might not be there, but it will mostly be, and mostly is not good enough for a copy for me, you know. It should be 100%, and that kind of brings in the idea of, like, maybe they could implant memories, like it was shown in Blade Runner and mess with people that way. I'm sure there's going to be ads, though. I guarantee you, no matter what, no matter what happens, there's going to be advertisements. You're going to be, like, walking around, and then the Charmin Bear or the MyPillow guy is going to jump out at you, be, like, uh, run an ad in front of you, be, like, a full-on hallucination or something. Or in your dreams. Well, of course. You get ads in your dreams. Well, the software will be free, so of course we're going to have ads, Mr. Pro or ads, excuse me, Mr. Process. Thanks for your call. Call at any time. Appreciate you. We're going to go ahead and go to Wayne in Texas. Uh, Elon Musk showed that we're ready superhumans, Wayne in Texas. What do you got for us, Wayne? Yeah, so uh, first thing I wanted to say, Mr. Harris, was thank you for hosting the show, Harrison's Place. We really appreciate you. And um, secondly, I just, you know, I'm always reminded of the scripture in Obadiah, verses three and four, you know, where God talks about those they set their nest among the stars as the evil, you know, they'll, they'll get there, they'll bring them down. And I'm always reminded of, you know, Lance Armstrong, uh, Neil Armstrong, the first time they landed on the moon, you know, before he shut foot on it, you know, like, you know, the eagle has landed, you know, and, that, and that's the, that's the, the kind of the paratastic distortion of fantasy, you know, of these eccentric, you know, Howard Hughes billionaire types, is that they, they develop this maladaptive, you know, competitive behavior, like Alex always talks about, and uh, there will be blood, you know, where... Uh, they have this compulsion just to compete with one another, you know, even to their own destruction and, you know, lead everybody else in destruction with them. But with that being said, I Yeah, Wayne, can you move your phone a little bit closer to your mouth? You're cutting in and out here, Wayne. Otherwise, we're going to have to go to another, list, uh, another okay. caller. Can you hear me better now? 
Yeah, we can hear you a little bit better. Okay. So what I was saying is what you got to watch out for, you know, with these power tubes like, you know, eccentric billionaires is they, they develop this maladaptive, compulsive behavior to compete with one another, you know, and outdo one another. It can lead a lot of people astray. But what I think about, you know, is Elon Musk in that interview, he, he clearly said for his justification of Neuralink that essentially we already have, you know, the superhuman power because we hold cell phones. You know, with the, you know, all this computational knowledge in our hands. Yeah, Wayne, uh, I'm going to stop you there real quick. Wayne, I appreciate you calling in, but we can barely hear from you. Uh, and I'm going to punctuate for our listeners what you're talking about is that uh, Elon Musk basically said that we already have superhuman abilities. And what the caller was suggesting is, is that basically we already have this into in us and that Neuralink will be able to allow us to reach the full uh, potential, unlock it. Uh, unlock the brain power that we have stored away in our head. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that we're trying to mimic through synthetic biology, man-made biology, that's what synthetic biology is, DNA printer, cloning, all that jazz, what God already perfected. We're already the final product. We're just making a trash version of what the great creator has made. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't benefits out there, that there isn't technology to further humanity and that everything we need on this planet to make ourselves healed or organically heal us or that, or, or that technology or organic technology is not out there. We just got to keep doing research. But in the meantime, things like Neuralink can really help people, help people walk again, restore memories, beat Parkinson's, all that. And like, just think about that. All the knowledge you could gather. But uh, at, on the flip side, the idea that a government like North Korea can control all its citizens, know all their thoughts at all times, monitor it, have minority report thought police. That might be where we're going. You're listening to the American Journal. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris. When we come back, we're going to dive into the border crisis and a whole lot more. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. Broadcasting live out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We're here, we're diving into brain chip warfare. You guys want, you guys can call in. We'll be talking and taking your calls about the subject, amongst other things. But before we do, 
I got to ask you guys if you guys ever heard of postgenderism. Our caller mentioned about downloading male spirit into a female body. If you download your consciousness in your male or your female and you download yourself into a male body, or maybe you just download yourself into an animal. Mm. You want to experience the life of a giraffe or a dog or whatever they make in the future with synthetic biology, T-Rex, a woolly mammoth, a centaur, a minotaur, animal-human hybrid, designer baby. Because that's where we're going when we're talking post-genderism. There's an extreme sect of scientists, right, uh, who want to remove genders of humans. And it's interesting because the Institute of Ethics and Emerging Technologies put out this piece on the ethics of post-genderism. And I want you guys to listen what these scientists are thinking, because this is where we're going. This is the end game of the LGBTQ LMNOP plus minus division sign. Poking fun, because at some point it's starting to become meaningless as, you know, these pedos are trying to hijack what once was a noble movement to say we should treat all humans decent. Now we're going to getting rid of genders. Postgenderism is the extrapolation of the ways technology is eroding the biological and psychological and social role of gender and an argument for why the erosion of binary gender will be liberatory. Liberatory. They're going to liberate you. It is a curse to have a gender. The curse to have a phallus or a womb. Post-genderists argue that the gender is an arbitrary and unnecessary limitation on human potential. It's holding you back and foresee the elimination of involuntary biological and psychological gendering in the human species through the application of neurotechnology, biotechnology, and reproductive technologies. What is reproductive technologies? You guessed it. Artificial womb facilities. Ooh, designer babies. Postgenderists contend that the dyadic gender roles and sexual dimorphisms are generally to the detriment of individuals in society. Assisted reproduction will make it possible for individuals of sex to re of any sex to reproduce in any combinations they choose with or without mothers and fathers. And the artificial wombs will make biological wombs unnecessary for reproductions. Now, I want you guys to think about this. They destroy the family. They encourage divorce. Children are homeless, basically, without parents, as the government is educating them on what they should be, what a gender role is, if they're male, if they're female, if they identify as a cat or a dog. I personally identify as transfinancial. I identify as a billionaire, and every one of my dollar bills should be identified as a $100 bill. And if you don't, you're a poser, you're a fake. And you're not up to date. Transfinancial. The wave of the future. Oh, yeah. But seriously, they dismantle the family systematically. This is the end game. The government will be the, fa the father and the mother of your kids. They're already starting with it through education, through CRT, through common core communitarianism, diet communism, which the end game is fully automated luxury communism. And you won't have to have sex in the future. You're going to just download the program and it's going to feel like the real thing. Don't worry about getting 
the STD. You'll just download the program and experience it in your virtual eyes with your brain chip that will just beam you to whatever experience you want to have of whatever girls selling it online to share their experience as an influencer. Just think about that. That's the way we're going. That being said, and more, we'll be back with your call when we come back from this break. I'm your host, Tristanti Harris. Listening to the American Journal, share, punch that like button, smash it. We'll be back. You're listening to the American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. If you haven't downloaded the latest Alex Jones video game, I'm telling you guys got to get it. You guys want to have a lot of fun, have a few, throw a few back, chill out, relax, whatever it might be that you do to enjoy your time, your old school video game fan, download the new Alex Jones video game. I'm telling you, battling the New World Order never was more real. Right? In the future, you'll just be able to Download NWO Wars and be Alex Jones through his eyes and you'll be there like you're really there on the field. Maybe you'll just rent out your body because you can't afford rent and you'll go do war and let the government control you on the war battlefield there. Crazy. Post-genderism. Crazy. But that's where scientists are going. I'm telling you, that's the end game. They're systematically destroying the household, destroying the family, and it's all planned out that in the future you won't have genders but the elite will they'll still do the hokey pokey the old-fashioned way they won't be downloading their consciousness into everyone else's body they may get a brain chip interface to be intelligent but you can i can tell you that they're not going to be removing their cash and prizes that being said we're going to go to the phone lines blind guy from montana welcome to the broadcast what do you got to contribute hey, to going? our conversation? How you doing? Well, um, I, I'm, I don't know if you're going to be happy about this, but I approach this from a different perspective because I am blind. And, I welcome uh, You know, every time you turn on the boob tube, every time you log in to your computer, every time you open Alex Jones's InfoWars, TV programming, you're being programmed every day. Now, I'm not saying that technology can't be used for evil, but maybe it's about time we started using technology for good, and maybe blind people can see, deaf people can hear, people who can't walk can walk. And, you know, if if you totally don't believe that, try going a day with a blindfold eye and just do your normal routine. And uh, that's pretty much my stance. I, I personally, I, I would be fearful, but I would definitely try it. I have to say that your viewpoint is refreshing because not everyone is willing to take things in that context because we all have logical fallacies and cognitive dissonance, and we got to really weigh out the two. Because if I was blind, caller, I would full yeah, heartedly I would full heartedly consider using this tech and putting in some like futuristic contact lenses that connect to a brain chip in order to see or hear. Like we take those things for granted. 
And I'm not saying this technology is not going to be wonderful and do wonderful things for humanity because I full heartedly believe it will. But what are the safeguards that we have in place to prevent the government from accessing all that information at will? That's that's the question. You know, how do we how do we make it so it is uh, good for humanity uh, and, and making sure that, you know, I. I just look at it from, like I said, from a from a person who's blind. But I would like to see this. How about we took all the money we spend on the Defense Department and put it into the good for humanity? Just just a try, just a just a try. And I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to ramble on. I'll, I know you got a few other callers, but uh, it's just a thought. I think that's a great uh, contribution to this call. Let's go to. Delta Whiskey in Arkansas. Welcome to the broadcast. You want to discuss AI and Neuralink. I'm I'm going with that uh last caller. I think it ought to be used for good, not bad. But uh I I think I think everything is going to be abused at some point. I mean, I'm old. I remember when we used to do good things but now it just seems like it's turned evil and everything goes evil but i think most of our politicians are already had this neural link and it's failures i think that's the reason why our government's so messed up <laughs> well if you want to know what real artificial intelligence is it's government yeah you're correct on that buddy i mean that's I where we're at I, I did get some breaking news. The FBI did find out who that January 6th bomber was. Did they? It's Yes, and it's D.B. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Have a well, good day, it, buddy. Thanks, Delta. And it's interesting, just to segue a little bit on the January, January 6th thing, because I was there. I covered the event as a reporter. And um, it was a very interesting scenario because the pipe bomber, the person who left the bomb, gave justification for them to uh, barricade themselves in the Capitol building the way they did, the way they brought all the barriers and everything else because they were worried for people's safety. But the question is, is, was it a honeypot? Was it the government's own individual that may have dropped that there to justify uh, that being done and uh, set up what was later on to be known as uh, an, a supposed insurrection? And it's interesting to talk about this because I exposed on the Rundown Live on New Year's Day, I believe, uh, before January 6th, that Antifa had an Airtable website with a picture of all the top activists on the right, including Proud Boys, including influencers, and had pictures. And it said, let us know where these individuals are at the Capitol. So you know that they had something, Aru, that they had something, something amiss where they wanted to film everybody. And then turning it, turn it into the FBI. Isn't it funny? All these kids that hate cops and don't want to be or don't like cops, they they just be want to be the cops. They just want to be the FBI. That's what it comes down to. They're a bunch of posers. They want to defund the police so they can become the police. And there's real issues with law enforcement as a former contributor to cop lock. 
I can tell you that there is real issues with surveillance, with Stingray and Hailstorm technology. Now we're talking about brain chip interfaces where law enforcement could just download your thoughts maybe into a police car in the future, or they'll have a drone or the Nightscope K5, which is a little uh, Dalek-looking robot that's go rolling around the local neighborhood that might be able to just download your brain chip information at will to make sure you're not committing thought crimes. That might be the future, but when it comes to January 6th and the D.B. Cooper, that was a little funny. Um, thanks for the call, Delta Whiskey. Appreciate you. Uh, a little humor is always good when we're talking about these dark subjects. And next, let's go to uh, Gian in Rhode Island. Welcome to the broadcast. You're a Neuralink skeptic. What do you got for us? Oh, oh yeah. Big skeptic over here. Just want to say thanks for having me as well. Um, just have a couple notes written in front of me that a couple callers ago they mentioned that Neuralink is like MK Ultra, like mind control. And just like the vaccine, it'll be presented as something that's, you know, helpful and nice and has benefits, which, yeah, you know, it will. But then one day, you know, it'll slowly move into, hey, now your kids have to make a decision. They're going to force it on the kids like they do everything else. And it's just going to. Well, who's to say they don't install a kill switch? And then we have that eugenics dream, dream world real quick. They just turn the lights off and everyone's done. I mean, could they? Makes you wonder. But it's okay to be a skeptic. I don't deny that there are major concerns with this technology. But like our last caller said, we could use this stuff for wonderful good things. And why not? Why not use it for good? But we need to be aware that there's potential harms, that there's government intrusions. And I guess the the objective person in me who looks at the world and looks at the encroachments of government, you know, now we're finding out that the NSA is just buying personal data without a warrant. They're just going out there, just collecting all that data through a loophole to be able to monitor and know everything that you're doing while the borders are wide open. You know, and terrorists are coming across the border potentially. But the American citizen, you're the bad person. You're the person they want to watch. You're the person they got to collect the metadata on. Remember, DHS was just spying on foreigners post 9-11 until Edward Snowden blew the whistle. But it was long rumored that that's what they were doing anyways. They were collecting in majority just information and data on Americans. But these programs that the government has installed has really done nothing to prevent terrorism. Didn't stop the Nashville bomber. Didn't stop the Las Vegas shooter. Didn't stop 9-11. I mean, those guys were right by the DHS headquarters, if I remember right. All this made a data collection. And I don't know things have gotten even more intense. It didn't stop the Aurora, Colorado shooter. Didn't stop Sandy Hook. So what's the point of them collecting all this made of data? Well, I'm going to tell you. Citizen threat scores, social credit scores. They're going to have that made of data on you so that you can become a good citizen because they're going to condition you before you get the chip in you to be a good slave. The pose of a free man at the TSA, right? Having your hands out as they grope you and grandma and small kids. Gian, thanks for your call. I appreciate you. 
We're going to go to Marcus from Idaho. Welcome to the broadcast. You believe the brain chip is a Trojan horse. How do you think this is going to be used? Are you talking to me? Yeah, Marcus, we're talking to you. How are you doing today? Oh, okay. Okay, great, great. Yeah, I didn't hear you call my name. Sorry. Uh, first off, you know, I'd like to say uh, maybe the American Journal should have rotating hosts because apparently Harrison has a lot of problems with his vagina. So uh, a, a rotating host would be good instead of just um, replaying a show. It'd be better that way. Um, so as far as the Trojan horse uh, with this uh, brain implant, the same thing happened with COVID. It's teaching people to... Oh, right. But, you know, they, what they haven't fought is the nanotechnology. There has been no rules since 2001 since nanotechnology came on the scene. And all of a sudden, the governments are saying, we can't regulate this. No one is willing to regulate this. So what it comes down to, the mark of the beast isn't just a... a an ability to see beyond um, walls or something like that. The mark of the beast is complete ownership by Satan over our bodies. It is a complete block between our souls and heaven for eternity. That That's incredible. So the gift that you have at the moment to be able to eat or buy and sell is nullified by the fact that it, you are blocked from eternity. And Marcus, I'm on. I'm completely on board with you here. Like this, this definitely is the end game. A lot of people used to say credit cards is the mark of the beast, and you know, uh, tattoos are the mark of the beast. Barcodes or uh, chips in the hand. I'm going to tell you, none of that is mark of the beast, but it is the predecessor. And uh, the idea that the government will be able to control your whole body, download things, and take your soul and download it in a computer. Well, there you have it. You're going to be in your prison, Marcus. I appreciate your call. We're going to go on to. Uh, we'll go ahead and go on to William from Arkansas. Welcome to the broadcast. William from Arkansas says, "Already using brain chips and audiovisual AI used for evil." What's you, what's your take on this? Uh, I have already seen them use just audiovisual for control within the job site. I was recently relieved of a job. I'm a nurse. Uh, they were out of colostomy bags for a patient, and the charger was wanted me to wash the one out in the sink where her roommate would be washing her teeth. And I'm just like, uh-uh, that ain't happening. Well, the third-party conversation that I had with the person telling me this, not the charge nurse, I'm looking for a colostomy bag, right? I ended up finding one. But my conversation with the third party, I used some vulgarities that were not appropriate. It wasn't heard by any resident or anything, but I just ain't no way I'm doing that, you know? And uh, it was heard and recorded. And then later on, that was, well, that's inappropriate, blah, 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 blah. You know, and so I was relieved of my job. So they're already using the ability to just watch and control your actions and your thoughts. So once I get a brain chip or a total capacity to even with it, you, you don't even have to have a, a brain chip in, right? Whatever you want to call it, give it a fancy name. It don't matter. They're already saying we can tap into your head. Well, if they can tap into your head, can they stimulate chemicals? You know, anything that, that man has ever made uh, was used for bad, if it could be, for control, for making money. Usually things are made for military purposes, right? Uh, and, and then they're released to the public after, you know, everything is refined to such that they can control everything. Uh, even your, your, your basic uh, apple seed and your, your peach pit, mankind has turned into cyanide. Right. So what makes us think that something so horrifically controlling, you know, wouldn't be used for bad? 
if we're not going to totally control this AI stuff, you know, then, then, you know, where are we at? And good luck on controlling it. I mean, you see an out of control government throughout history and we're living in one now. Uh, our current judiciary system that, that all the rich are seeing because they're, they're doing what they're doing to Trump. Well, welcome to a working man's world. This is what a guy who works for a living, you know, minimum wage, you end up in court. You plea bargain. What else choice you got? You can't afford a lawyer. You know, so there's your justice system. The Supreme Court's no different than a doggone referee at the wrestling match. You know, WW World E, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's about the effect they've got anymore. Well, William, uh, we got so, we got Google Home. We got we got all these uh, series in our house. We got uh, smart homes and smart phones and smart TVs and none of it makes you smarter and they're ready listening in to you everywhere you go. You don't think that they can tap into the cell phone, to your smart home, to your TV, to your refrigerator. They already have, they already like literally have admitted that the refrigerator and washer and dryer, maybe your toaster all spies on you. And that data and information is being collected. Why I like the second amendment. I'm a free willed individual. Look at the opening uh, monologue to the Ten Commandments by Cecil B. DeMille, and he'll explain that this ancient battle is the same one going on forever. Are you a ward of the state, or are you a free soul under God? Right? There's your choice. It's that simple. If the state wants this fight again, if the people that are ignorant about creation want this fight again, they're going to get it. This is cyclical, and they have never won. So keep pushing, fools, because it's going to get out of control. I'm I'm a benevolent human being. I spent my life in nursing and in surgery trying to help people. I started out as an infantry soldier, and quickly I realized that all this Hollywood crap about, you know, killing and destroying and, and, and just destructive garbage on human flesh is just it's diabolical. And we're making money on it right now. Every one of us with our 401s, our IRAs, this is what, Wednesday? And Wall Street's working on their war profits, putting them in the coffers that they need to to cover their butts, right? This is a daily process that's been going on for years, but decades, centuries, you know? Uh, it's just William, <laughs> William, I hear you, man. I, I'm with you. There's a lot going on here, and I think it's inevitable at some point there's going to be some kind of revolution or attempt of revolution. And I'm with you. Uh, we outnumber them. That's one thing they're scared of is we got numbers, William. Yeah, I, we do. And I know you are. And, and it's not me saying this. This is prophetic. And I'm not a Bible pumper. I'm with Paul. I'm with, I'm one of the greater sinners. Right? Uh, but how can you deny 10,000-year-old scripture? You know, it might come from 10 different places. Does that... Uh, uh, denote the, the authenticity of it? No. You know, we use 7% of our brain on the average person. What do we really think we know with our 12, 12 years of indoctrination with a capacity to use 7% of our brain constantly being bombarded with, you know, garbage, you know? Well, they're uh, going to the just program be- it into you. They just program you just like with the brain chip. William, thanks for the call. We got to go, we got more callers here. I want to get to some of these, but I, I want to make some points on this. First of all, appreciate the call, William. Um, but uh, you know, you're right on the aspect with Hollywood. If you guys don't know, Hollywood gets its name because the magic wand is made 
by the holly from the holly tree, right? The holly bush. Hence, it's Hollywood, as the late Jordan Maxwell, Manly P. Hall's protege, uh, used to say. And it's all about programming you. That's why they call it TV programs. But the kind of programming we're looking at in the future is just going to be a software download into your brain. We heard Steve Hoffman in the first hour, right? They're just going to download K through 12 into your noggin, and we're going to have little eight-year-olds walking around with adult consciousness, and you're going to have some pedo praying on that trying to get with them. That's the sick world and the arguments of the future is post-genderism or post-genderism. They're just going to want design babies without any gender. we got to all be equal, right? They're going to liberate us because it's holding us back from society to be male and female instead of accepting the wonderful, colorful creation that the creator created in its diversity, all the spectrum of colors of minorities and all the wonderful things in this world. And as the caller mentioned, there's a plethora of information about what is happening is prophetic. I always said, if God wanted us all to believe the same, he would have created us that way. The real gift is free will and whatever you decide to do with it. Your mission on this planet is to further your soul's identity and accomplish what God has instored into your crusader gene to accomplish. That being said, We'll be back in just a few minutes. We're going to be talking border crisis. Don't go anywhere. Chris Dante here is here. The rundownlive.com. You can check me out there. Find me on Twitter, Rumble, everywhere else. We'll be back in just a few. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the new world order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about, there's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're gonna find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January, 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off, we're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Watching the American Journal with your host, Kristan Harris. As the border crisis looms, things are getting more and more crazy. Trafficking, child trafficking, human trafficking, whole bunch more potential terrorist threats coming across the border. Nobody's monitoring it. Well, the NSA wants all your metadata. Joining us from the border, Chase Geisner with an update of what's really going on. Chase, how you doing? What's What are you seeing there at the border? I'm doing well, Kristan. Thank you so much for having me this morning. It's an honor and pleasure to be with you on the American Journal. Again, this time, of course, I'm your guest from Eagle Pass. It is so crazy down here. You know, we did this sort of generic stuff right when we got here, just sort of got our 
feet wet, went straight to Shelby Park, which has been the center of this controversy between the state government and the federal government. And we quickly realized that the real issue with the border is not actually at Shelby Park. The real issue with the border is that throughout the entirety of the span of the wall or of the barbed wire, there are several opportunities, openings, and holes in the wall, in the barriers, in the protections, in the division between our nation and Mexico, that it's very clear how easy it is and how obvious it is how to get into the United States from Mexico. Now, behind me, you'll see the barbed wire that they've been talking about. But on either side, which you can't see in this particular shot right now, we'll get some of this. You could easily scale the fence 50 yards that way or scale the fence 50 yards that way. It seems to me, Kristan, that this barbed wire is more political showmanship than it is actually effective. No, you're absolutely right. It's smoke and mirrors. The question is, is where is the real issue? They want you to pay attention to that while the legals are sneaking across someplace else and no one's really paying attention to the real loophole, right? It isn't like they can just throw a jacket over that barbed wire and hop over the fence now, is it? Yeah, yeah. And it, I'm not going to try to do it on air, but I think it would be very easy for me to jump over this barbed wire if I wanted to, especially if I had any sort of thing I could jump off of. I mean, it's just... It's obvious that anybody with any sort of agility would be able to. The thing that was most surprising and disturbing to me, Kristan, was yesterday we were scaling, not scaling, we were walking along the wall, and you can just see clothes strewn about. I don't, don't know if you've ever seen any footage that's been captured at the uh, wreckage of the Titanic where you see shoes laying around and clothes laying around at the bottom of the ocean. It's sort of eerie, almost like a graveyard. Well, the same sort of imagery is actually apparent here at the border, Kristan, where you'll just see all the clothes strewn about along the wall where people have been swimming across the Rio Grande. And then the first thing they do when they get on the other side of the wall is they change out of their wet clothes into whatever clothes they had in a trash bag and then just move on. So you could just find all sorts of different jeans, different outfits from men, women, children all along the wall where Tens of thousands of people have been crossing over the last several months and, of course, the last several years under the Biden regime. So what are you guys seeing as far as uh, actual trafficking? Have you guys been able to spot anyone crossing the border yet? Uh, are you guys you're just seeing the remnants uh, of a bunch of clothing of individuals who have potentially cro clo uh, crossed the border there? And do you think it's feasible to say that? Potential terrorists could also cross over uh, in this manner. That's a great question, Kristan. We've been here about, I don't know, 18 hours or so is what I would say. And so we're still getting our feet wet in terms of finding where the actual crossings are taking place and trying to capture that live on the ground. And I suspect we'll be able to accomplish that mission either today or later this week as we continue to investigate. We've had several people approach us while they've seen us doing reports like this report here right now and shown and expressed excitement about InfoWars being here and their concern about what's happening. We've also got several tips about different locations where this sort of trafficking that you mentioned may be taking place. Apparently, there's been some activity at local Walmarts, other public locations as well, where people have been exchanged or handed off as part of this sort of human trafficking infrastructure that seems to be in place. So we'll continue to investigate that, and I believe that we, we will be able to successfully capture some of the action as it happens, but so far, just remnants. Well, that's just it. The NGOs, the non-government organizations who are all UN-sanctioned, it seems like, really advertise that there's this great life over here, and uh, I can't hold 
or fault any of these minorities for wanting to come here. But at the same time, we're going to have these organizations use taxpayer dollars to undermine our sovereignty and freedom and destroy the fabric of our country uh, in many shapes and forms by doing so. And then they're going to cart them around, giving them free, you know, gift cards and uh, or visa, you know, credit cards. But you'll see the churches a lot of times involved, uh, school buses. Those are, uh, and not only that, like a uh, Greyhound style buses. Look for out of state plates because I know that uh, I talked to Julio Roseo, who's another reporter last year, and he saw people being stored underneath buses. They were getting into the compartment where they carry the luggage and they were getting out at gas stations. Uh, and, and empty, you know, they had bottles full of urine and things like that. They, 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 they have them, they're carting them in many different ways and shapes and forms. So keep your eyes out for that. Uh, that's something I would look for. But uh, what do you guys have planned for the rest of today? Today we're going to be going to several locations based on some tips that we've gotten from the locals and others who have approached us. And so we're going to be diving in and trying to figure out what's going on in the way of sort of what you're talking about with these trafficking and where people are being shuttled, when, where they're crossing, and when. We're also going to be getting into some night work as well and going out at night with the night vision and seeing what we can capture as far as crossings are concerned as well. But to answer your question earlier about terrorist activity, obviously we haven't seen any of that explicitly as of yet, but if I were a terrorist, it would be incredibly easy to cross into the United States from Mexico at, I mean, I've just seen half, half a dozen or a dozen locations where you can just cross the border unchecked since we've been here yesterday in the last 18 hours. Well, that's frightening. Think about that. We want to limit all of the Americans' freedoms and liberties and the, under the guise of it's for their safety, but we're not really keeping Americans safe here, are we, Chase, if we're not watching the borders and seeing who's coming across? We're not really concerned with COVID or the spread of COVID if we're not watching the borders and how these diseases may come across. It's almost like a kabuki theater uh, going on over there in the southern border. They don't really care. What they care about is getting as many people into the United States as possible. Absolutely. It's very clear to me that this invasion at our southern border is a federally sponsored, very intentional one. And, you know, I voted for Greg Abbott. I support Greg Abbott and anything that he does whenever he's right. But in the instance of this barbed wire sort of controversy and this Shelby Park controversy and the protecting Eagle Pass controversy, there's just no defense going on here whatsoever. Everything is just political gamesmanship, political showmanship. It's very easy. Now, there's all sorts of border agents and state troopers and law enforcement all over the place. We've seen no shortage of law enforcement here in Eagle Pass, but nobody seems to be guarding any of these openings in the wall and these openings in the barbed wire. I mean, it's I can go to Mexico today without showing anybody my passport. It's that easy. I could go to Mexico, I could get lunch, I could come back and not get caught. No problem. That makes me wonder if maybe they'll be protecting the areas that they don't want you to look at, Chase. Just saying, because, yeah, uh, you know, know, if they don't want you to look at something, that's where they're going to want to keep you from going, because that's what they don't want the media to expose, that raw information, that raw data, and they're going to want to prevent you from recording those things. So it's wild. So what's the solution out there, Chase, as we got a minute left here? Yeah, I think we should actually build a real wall. We should finish the wall. Trump should be allowed to complete the wall, because where the wall is actually up, it seems to be effective. And we need to make sure that we have enough boots on the ground here that are actually protecting 
those openings or guarding those openings. And ultimately, Kristan, what we have to do is we have to leverage our diplomacy and force Mexico to keep people from escaping its own country or leaving its own country. Mexico just wants to send, as well as the other South American and Central American countries, they want to send as many people as possible to the United States because they want U.S. dollars being sent back into their economies when people come here to work and send money back to family, Kristan. If we don't solve that remittance problem, we're always going to have an immigration problem. Yeah, Chase, be safe out there. Go get that raw data. And let's you. break some news here on the American Journal. Godspeed and our prayers were with you. It's always dangerous work doing the right thing, especially when the government and the powers and the New World Order is against you. We're going to be back in just a few minutes. We're going to dive into these NGOs. We're going to dive into the border crisis. We're going to have some thought on this. so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. The team massive strength power with our post formula. Support this broadcast. The InfoWars starts with you funding this broadcast as we are 100% listener funded. Every day we go to bat for you for the New World Order. Your favorite shows are on InfoWars, including the American Journal. Make sure you go there. Pick up something. Pick up something small, large, whatever it might be. Nitric Boost is a wonderful oxidizer of your blood. Helps the circulation if you're lifting weights. 
Maybe you're sitting behind that chair at work all day. It's something to dive into and digest that will improve your life, help you think, help your cognitive functions, and a whole bunch more is neurotropics and smart pills. That's a big, big industry right now. So I just wanted to make sure we're plugging that. Make sure you guys check out also one of my favorites, DNA Force. Uh, also wonderful product as well as Brain Force. Just combine them all. I also use um, Top Brain by Dr. Jones Naturals. Uh, it's a neurotropic. It works great. It's stress-free. Wonderful product. Uh, don't want to forget about the little baby brother of uh, you know smart pills that are available on Infowars. Survival Shield X2 is wonderful. You want to have fun dreams. It's, I don't know why, but they always give me crazy dreams whenever I take the Survival Shield X2, take X3, all that and more. But um, back to the point of what we were talking about, about the border crisis. And we got to root out some cognitive dissonance here. And so I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and challenge some things, but I want you guys to think because we need to root out cognitive dissonance, our logical fallacies, to be able to have healthy ideas in our brain. As a libertarian, because I do identify as a libertarian, I've always believed in the idea that this is a big planet and that we should be able to go wherever we want, when we want, at one point. But as the world has gotten more and more crazy, I started to understand the need for a fence or security. Even in your home, people build fences. The one thing I'm not going to do is fault a bunch of immigrants who want to come to America for a better life. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't believe it's their fault that they're coming here. As a Bible-believing follower of Yeshua, I ask myself, what would Yeshua do, Jesus? Would he welcome immigrants with open arms? Would he welcome them into the house? Would he want to help these individuals and do good by them? And I want you to look into your heart and think about that question. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a problem. Somebody out there is like throwing a cheese head or cheese brick at the t at the radio or TV right now going, Chris, Don, but we got a crisis and we do. So what's the solution for the people that are ready here and are coming here? If we were to act like Yeshua. See, the real issue is these NGOs who are pushing these migrants here, promising the life, and that these individuals aren't moving here organically, meaning on their own. The process is difficult. Obviously, people are crossing the border and there's a proper way for them to enter into this nation and reach citizenship, we don't have to worry about clown face killer coming across the border. Because let's be honest, a lot of bad people do come across the border, and they should be sent back. Terrorists may be coming across the border, and I guarantee you they're probably ready here waiting and preying upon the opportunity and the command to cause ruckus here in America. But yet, the NSA has installed all this spycraft to monitor you 
and it's for your safety. We're going to go to the phone lines. Jerry from Texas, welcome to the broadcast. You have thoughts on the issues at the border and some thoughts on militia. How are you doing today, Jerry? Yes, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Can you hear me? Thank you. Yeah, Thank we you can my call. You. Awesome. Well, um, obviously, you know, we do welcome certain immigrants. You know, we do want them to be vetted. We don't want criminals coming over. You know, I, I think the child trafficking and the drugs are the worst issues of it all. And obviously, any criminals coming over, I don't want them around my family. So I was thinking, um, I was excited when I heard about Greg Abbott, you know, standing up to the government. Like, so excited. I was, like, full of energy that day and cleaned up my garage. I mean, it was nice. Um, I got onto the, uh, I just Googled Greg Abbott, and it goes to his website, and you can leave comments about issues there. So I thought that was pretty good, pretty good that they have that set up. Um, I think if he is serious about this issue, then maybe there should be like a state-funded militia training camp, maybe uh, like standardized equipment, because if we got all these immigrants coming over from the border and there's already thousands of them within our state and other other states as well, then, I mean, we could be attacked from the border and from within. So I think, you know, just having our citizens trained would be a good idea. I don't think that's a terrible idea at all to have our citizens trained. I got another idea, too, to add to this. What about the idea of us bringing home all these troops that are involved in all these multinational corporatist wars, uh, Ukraine, getting involved in Israel, putting them on the border? have, Have them train our citizens, you know, in military tactics, basically. And rotate the militias, you know, that are training here, train them for a few weeks and then send them down to the border for a few weeks and have like a circulation of, you know, troops so that they can come home and see their family every once in a while and go get, you know, eyes on the, the line, the front line and see how it's going and be able to relay that information back as we come back. Yeah, we're nation building as our nation is falling apart here, Jerry. That's what's happening. Our nation building while our nation is just. Falling into shambles, and we got to bring those troops home. And like, like half of our budget goes to military. Imagine what we could do to help America succeed if we just brought home the troops and not found ourselves in so many of these pointless wars that we're involved in and cut that down quite a bit. Like, I understand that there's some places we need to be, but we're unconstitutionally there. Like, we're, we're not having votes in Congress to go to war anymore. We're just sending troops wherever we feel. Uh, that's been going on since what, the Persian Gulf, maybe even before that. So, like, you know, bringing home the troops, putting them on the border, uh, maybe training the militia, like you mentioned, great ideas. Uh, do you have anything else for us, Jerry, as we're wrapping up on this segment here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like, but the economy is not doing so great. I think, you know, they could afford to pay, you know, the companies that, you know, like I work for the title company. They could probably pay my company you know, for four hours of training me instead of being up here doing nothing, you know, when we're not busy, you know. So there's a lot of people, I think, that would want to get involved but don't want to go for the military because they don't want to go fight random wars or globalists. But they would definitely want to be in their own hometown fighting and securing their own, you know, their own 
local neighborhood. Caller, I'm from Wisconsin, so I got to ask you real quick. We have only a minute here left with you. Do you think that a Texit, not a Brexit, but a Texit is going to be possible if the government keeps pushing on Texas to keep this border I think, open? So I think it needs to be ready at the drop of a hat right after the election. If Trump isn't elected, we need to be ha- have it ready to go right away the next day. So the second we see cheating in the election, we need to be all, all the states that want to secede are ready to go right at the moment. Thanks for your call, Jerry. Always insightful. Uh, thanks for calling the American Journal. Uh, you know, listeners, it, it's interesting. There's a lot of viewpoints and thoughts. And Texas is one of those states that isn't as dedicated and committed as the rest of the United States into staying in the union. They don't have to. They worked out a special deal. They were smart. I know in Wisconsin, we tried to uh, pass legislature and propose it to secede, and it almost did with a 40% approval rating. I used to sit on the platform committee of the GOP uh, back in the day, and uh, it was very crazy how close it got to being passed. They described it as, you know, we don't need atomic bombs, but we use them just in case or have them just in case, and we should have the right to secede just in case. In the radio uh, broadcast hosts like Charlie Sykes were saying, well, what about Social Security and all these federal ties? Well, you know, what about that? And there's something to be said there, but there's also something to be said about being under this multinational corporatist control of lobbied politicians that don't represent you. That being said, when we come back from break, Kevin McCarran will be joining us talking about brain chip implants, Neuralink, and a whole bunch more. Don't go anywhere. I'm Chris Harris. You're listening to The American Journal. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited-time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today, available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. 